Yo, y'all listen up. I got something to say. I'm going to speak the truth to you, but some of y'all, you took a shortcut, a convenience this summer. You was like, coach ain't here. The season's weeks away. I got time. Are you kidding me? As a college athlete, you got four, maybe five years to be great or be forgotten. So are you home taking it easy? Somebody else is out there in the heat just about killing itself to make their name great. But you got time. And Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? Thank you for joining us here at Athlete's Table Podcast. I am your real host, Dylan Kraft, and alongside me is the Lebanese Stallion, Nick Hanna. What's going on, my G? What's good, dude? What's good? What's what's happening, man? Man, just chilling. Got my day off. I got two more days left of work, and then I got my vacation. Going, down, all, Holden, going down Holden Beach, North Carolina for a little bit of golf and um, very – unpopular ideas for what people should be doing but <laughs> well that's here or there to be honest that's a good segue into who we have on today um you know the savannah bananas are very unpopular with certain people out there that want to keep baseball traditional but yet they are one of the most popular things amongst kids and people who love the game of baseball who want to see a change in the game of baseball um not necessarily with a pitch clock but definitely with the way the game is being entertainment played. yes absolutely. They're, yeah they're they're very big on entertainment their social media is going rampant right now this season it's really brought yeah. out a lot because their their schedule has exploded tenfold they're hitting every major market in the nation yeah. right now so the next step for them is to go international and hit really really big ballparks and start yeah. selling those out too so we're really excited to bring this guy back on my best friend growing up uh, you all know him as D-Mac, uh, Seven Nations Army, uh, Mr. Dakota. Ecstatic. <laughs> What's going on, dog? Uh, what's up, guys? How's everything going? Yeah, yeah man. Good. Chilling, bro. Can't complain. I know you, you just got your lift in. You're getting ready for the game tonight. I know y'all are playing in Savannah tonight, and then you're going to be hitting up Las Vegas at the end of the week. So I know yes, you're excited to be going yes. out to Vegas. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um. Yeah, we got the Florence Yells tonight, uh, squad out of the Frontier League. My roommate, actually, Joe Lytle, um, played for the Florence Yells last year uh, before becoming a, a party animal for this upcoming se- for this uh, for this season rather. Um, pretty good squad. Uh, they actually got <clears throat> a couple teammates, old teammates of mine, on there. Okay. Um, a center fielder, well, he's just going to be an outfielder for them, Marcos Castillo, and then another pitcher uh, whose name is actually – it's actually kind of funny. His name is Edgar Martinez, and he's a pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's awesome. Not, not the Hall of Fame DH, but this guy's really good too. So. Um, but it is a – it should be a good matchup tonight. It's going to be kind of cool to see him how they can kind of get acclimated a little bit to banana ball and – because uh, we've had a couple challenger series so far. They went really, really well, uh, especially towards the end. They went really well. Um, so um, this should be no different. This is, um, I think right now we are 
either four or five and three in a challenger series playing mm-hmm. against uh, other really good competition. So that's a, that, it's a really good thing uh, for that as well. So um, it should be a good one tonight. We play tonight, playing tonight, seven o'clock YouTube. It's free to watch pretty much the bananas TV network on YouTube at seven o'clock is when this game is going down. So if you guys are out there watching, turn it, tune in, tune in. It's, yeah, it's going to uh... be something that, uh, it's going to be something that for some people they may have never seen before. And plus it's exciting to watch. So it is, it is. Uh, so. We, we've been paying attention a little bit while Joe's doing the best mold in baseball. <laughs> uh, he's, he's had a pretty good year this year. Um, yeah. He's been doing yeah. a lot. You've seen a lot of him on TikTok and yeah. Instagram, YouTube, everywhere else. But uh, I know y'all are, y'all are pretty close when it comes to your records between the bananas and the party animals right mm-hmm. now, nine and 13 and two for y'all 13 and nine for them. So what what are y'all doing? Quick right update, now? quick update. 10, 14, and two now after this past weekend. Right. Yeah. So this was, we're last still update. in the same. Yeah. Yeah. Last update I saw was uh, six days ago, so I haven't been able to get yeah. really updated on that. But what are y'all doing well, right got, now to to try to even that series out and y'all take the lead? Uh, pretty much just. Uh, make sure we play our game, you know, and, and not to try and get outside of ourselves. I mean, we were all athletes, Dylan, me and you grew up playing ball a lot mm-hmm. together, man. We've seen team after team after team after team. Uh, so the biggest thing is just remembering like who we are, you know, make sure we pitch to the game plan, make plays on defense, um, which our, our shortstop is doing a phenomenal job at trick plays. He's nailed 50 already on the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and, I mean, you know, making sure we do the trick play when the play calls for it. Uh, and if you're – as long as you're that confident that you know you're going to get an out anyway, you know, pull that trick play off anyway. Give something to fans to see. It's a cool play. It makes everybody watch, and everybody goes, oh, my God, I can't believe he just did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest thing, you know, just make sure we're throwing strikes, getting ahead and counts. Uh, offensively uh, – just making sure we're attacking towards our approach. Uh, still playing the game of baseball. Um, if guys got the green light, you know, run, get in the scoring position, get in the scoring position within two to three pitches. Um, and, you know, just driving runs in. Just got to keep the game simple and just keep pushing forward because some nights you're going to have the stick and not have the pitch, and some nights you're going to have the pitch and not have the sticks. And, some nights it's going to be both, and some some nights, you know, it's not going to roll your way or the other. So just remembering to play our game and just, you know, be where our feet are, still create moments, but still make sure that um, we're still putting quality at-bats, making quality pitches, and making quality plays. Right. Um, so any of these trick plays, I know a lot of them are just like instinct. They just happen right then and there. Um, uh, do you, do y'all have any type of trick plays that are like planned ahead of time, um, and try to hit it at certain time points of the game to keep the entertainment going? Certain time points of the game? Not necessarily. Um, just because like, you know, just as well as I do, it depends on the situation of the game. Right. Like you're not going to pull a trick play with a runner on, 
with runners in scoring position and there's only one out and it's a sack fly to the outfield, you're not just going to try to do a trick play. You're going to try to get the guy out of home plate, get behind the baseball, make a throw to home plate to give yourself a chance to make a play. Um, it, it really just depends on the situation the game is in, like the inning, of the, that how the inning's going, um, the count, the guy that's up at the plate. Um, a lot factors in. It's not necessarily a certain time point, but um, when we do trick plays, um, our shortstop just nails it because he works on it uh, every day. And BP works on it every day uh, before the game. I mean, he is phenomenal. That's why he is a glove magician. I'm talking about Ryan Cox. Mm-hmm. Um, and DR Meadows has the hardest trick play I've ever seen. The guy does a backflip catch in center field. It's That's unbelievable. Impressive. That is really and, and I'll tell you what, we were playing in Kansas City and DR Meadows, Dylan, that catch that you made for me in middle school to save my perfect game has finally become second place <laughs> in my all-time in my all-time uh plays that I've seen and got to be a part of on a field, D.R. Meadows with a lightsaber in his in the back of his jersey. Ball gets torched. We think it's a for-sure double. Wind's blowing out, so, you know, the ball's carrying. Mm-hmm. D.R. Meadows was on top – was on was number four in top ten after this play. Runs back. Jim Edmonds dives backwards towards the warning track. And brings this ball in for the third out of the inning. Well, I think there's somebody that's gonna that's gonna break my uh, top catch in your lifetime. It's gonna be something like that. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, you yeah. have to be. That's the only. <laughs> that's the only thing that has beat that is now beat Dylan and my all time favorite catches that I've ever seen. Um, I mean, it was like guys. If you guys would have seen that play. That was one of the most incredible plays that I have ever seen. Do we have ten? Yeah, he got muted again. There you guys there? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But in my lifetime, Bill Lee said that that's the best catch he's ever seen. So I want I want to transition because you said that. So um, that was that was saying something. Hang on, you guys went out again. You're fine. Might be the wind. Reason. Yeah. Good thing we have editing. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> uh, one thing I do want to ask him, which I'm going to keep this recording anyway, so we don't have to keep going in and out. That's fine. Uh, going to ask him what was the transition like going from regular baseball to Banana ball. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, I got a question to segue from here, and then we can go into that. Yeah, yeah. Because I've had people ask me yeah. about that. That's why I figured that might be okay. Good. Cool. Good thing. All right. Yeah, Dakota, yeah, you there? Go ahead. Um. So yeah, uh, you bringing up Bill Lee. That's a that's a perfect transition point. Um, I want to ask you, how has it been playing alongside some MLB Hall of Famers that y'all have throughout the first part of this banana ball world tour? Oh, my God, man. It has been an unbelievable experience. Um, you got the, – the and the best experience we got, really, 
was when we got to Arizona. We got to Arizona, and I'll tell you guys this, it's baseball heaven out there. Weather's beautiful all year round, um, and it's just you can just baseball all year. All year you can baseball. And right. uh, while we were out there, I met the legend, Dustin Pedroia. He was sitting wow. in the dugout. We got to talk hitting. Um, I also met uh, – well, you guys know that uh, we're all boys with Johnny Gomes now after having him play with us. Um, and George Kataris was out there, um, 15 years in the big leagues as a catcher. Um, and let's see. Then Eric Gagne comes out and throws for us. So that was sick. That was like right after he folded Eric Sims on his own YouTube page too, which is awesome. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Now, were you um, on the field when Jonathan Papelbaum had the World Series trophy out there? So, Papelbaum got there while I was playing in um, in Michigan. Okay. That's right. what yeah. However, Papelbaum is nuts. That dude is a shark. When you look at him in his eyes, it's like, oh, my God. Like, we didn't know what in the world was about to happen. We thought he was going <laughs> to kill somebody. But he did. He had just one of those iconic looks throughout his whole entire mm-hmm. movie career. It's like he's not like intentionally trying to do it sometimes, but I know there were times where he was, where he's just like he peered right under the the brim of his hat, and it's just it looks like he's like staring through you, and he's going to throw a hundred to five right through your ear hole. See, being a Red Sox fan, yeah, that was the greatest also, part. Uh, yeah, but he still he still got high eighties, low ninety in the tank. Mm-hmm. Um. He's a uh, he's he's something different, man. And Papelbon's is Papelbon's scary. I see yeah. why so many guys got intimidated by Jonathan Papelbon, because Papelbon is a scary, scary sob. <laughs> um, so how how was it playing but, with um, Nick Swisher? Swisher is built for banana ball. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Nick Swisher. At the time of his life, dancing, singing. I got to do the Hey Baby dance with Nick Swisher in right field. That was one of my uh, highlights of my career. And uh, even though my career is not really that much of a highlight, but um, it was still uh, – it was cool to be out there. Uh, got to talk with Bronson Arroyo. Bronson Arroyo is coming down to see Rookie, and me and him are doing a camp together, by the way. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. When's that going to be uh, uh, I'm not sure. We haven't finalized any details, but um, but yeah. So Bronson Arroyo is going to come down to do a camp. Uh, so that's going to be really really cool to to uh, be a part of. Where is that going to uh, be at? It's going to be a rookie's facility that they okay. got out there in uh, Sneeds Ferry. Okay, yeah. Just let me know about that. We might be able to yeah. pop through. We'll make, we'll yeah, we'll hold a live oh. event down there and. Try to get some other people coming in. Yeah, if anybody doesn't know who uh who Rookie Davis is, he he played Dakota's senior uh Dakota's freshman year. He rookie was a senior. He got drafted out of uh out of Dixon High School. He ended up going to the Yankees. I think wasn't he like a top ten, top five pick? Rookie was a top ten prospect when he right. was um when he was in New York mm-hmm. and after New York. He was a part of the. He was actually one of the centerpieces of the Chapman trade, mm-hmm. and um, 
after doing the Chapman trade, rookie became a red. When he became a red, he went to AAA really, really quick and then performed well in AAA, got to the big leagues, had a good start in the big leagues. And then uh, injuries kind of took him out of the game. And uh, But, I mean, you want to talk about a guy that was just impressive. I mean, rookie could swing it, rookie could throw it, rookie made it to the base as a starter, but also got his first hit as he was starting the game against the Boston Red Sox. Uh, I remember watching that game because uh, it was a huge deal, you know, for everybody at home. And, um, but, yeah, man, I mean, he's now got a facility uh, helping the kids, uh, being the best, uh, trying to be the best players and people they can be. So huge shout-out to Rookie for that. And then getting to link up with Bronson Arroyo for that MLB alumni. Um, mm-hmm. That MLB alumni game was uh, was huge. And then, um, and then you know, and the, but the biggest – Biggest thing, and Dylan, it's going to surprise you when you hear it because of how much you know about this guy, Lou Pinella. If you guys don't know about Sweet Lou, Sweet Lou is second in all-time Major League Baseball ejections as a manager. Lou Pinella was also a great player Mm -hmm. himself. Um, Lou Pinella loves banana ball. He is all in. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Lou, I believe that 100. percent Sweet Lou is all in on banana ball. Um, it was surprising to me, Dylan. I know it's kind of surprising to you, uh, because we know the tradition that Lou Pinella has as a player, as a manager. I mean, you're talking about a a Hall of Famer right there. Um, about a, he's about a Hall of Famer's Hall of Famer, right? Lou Pinella. Yes. And for him to be all in on banana ball, um, that was that was really, really eye opening. Yeah, it's a, that is a very surprising uh observation because it's just like you said, Lou Pinella is like the most genuine traditional baseball uh manager you could possibly think of. He's Right up, he's right up there with some of the greats, and for him to say that and come out and say we absolutely love what y'all are doing with baseball right now, that is extremely surprising to me. It is not only is it surprising, but it's such a it's such a nice relief that Lou, that sweet Lou loves what we do and how we're doing it, and it's just it's so cool to to hear that to see that. Um, because you know he is all baseball through and through, mm-hmm. and just the fact of him loving it is is it's just it's so cool, mm-hmm. it's so cool. Oh, it is, yeah. Um, the fact that all these the, these major league guys are coming out to y'all and saying that y'all are doing the right thing, um, what y'all are doing is very exciting, and they're all aboard. It's just it's saying a lot about the work that y'all have done so yes. far as an organization, and uh, what y'all are doing moving forward. And you guys bring the love back to the game for a lot of people. You know, you Definitely. guys are kind of saving it. But that kind of leads into what some people have been asking me after hearing your interview um, the first time, saying that you were going down to Savannah. They were asking, was it a hard transition going from regular baseball to Savannah ball? And if so, what was the biggest transition for you? So for me, this is my third year doing this. Um, so it uh, it wasn't too hard for me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the only rule that I had to remember was not stepping out of the box. Other than that, um, it was pretty easy to get acclimated with banana ball because, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, you're still playing the game of baseball. Absolutely. At the end of the day, you're still playing the game of baseball. You're playing to compete. You're playing to win. Mm-hmm. So um, that part, it, it wasn't that it wasn't that hard to, to transition into. Mm-hmm. So um, I I love every bit of banana ball I have since I first played it. Um, and the only difference is, is, I mean, of course, everybody's playing to win. Mm-hmm. And I've also had people ask me if the games are rigged and they're not rigged because I don't know how in the world you can rig baseball. Because baseball's <laughs> the most important game. This is very true. <laughs> But, but the fact of uh, the transition, um, it hasn't been that difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the guys, it wasn't that difficult for them either. So, um, but it's, 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 uh, it's really, really fun. Now the championship piece, like play for championship, that's like the hardest transition because like, you're not really yeah, playing yeah. championship type of deal. And, you know, us as athletes, and I know my best friend over there as well as anybody because that's all me and him saw after growing up. Was Absolutely. What did we do to win a championship? Right. And that was uh, – that that's kind of the toughest piece of it. But the good thing about it is it's like it's really highly competitive and everybody's still playing. That's true. Yeah. I was going to say the, and I know we, we talk about it all the time, but the level of pitching that y'all are, y'all are showcasing right now with the limited time to yoga on the mound and trying to be as quick as possible. The pitching itself is just impressive alone. I mean, you yeah. guys, you got guys going out there throwing low to mid nineties and they're releasing pitches in less than a second. It's just, it's bang, bang, bang. Let's go as fast as we can breaking off breaking balls that are major league level. It's, yeah. it's so impressive. Just to and, see that's, that and that's wild doing the dance moves and doing everything else in between, mm-hmm. you know, and showing the no-go ball and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's very impressive with what you guys have done and how you guys have, like I said before, brought the love of baseball back to people. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we get, dude, every ex big leaguer we played um, that we've come across, like, and we're talking about like legends in the big leagues. Um, and then guys that have spent uh, five to seven years on the show, they're like, holy cow, we didn't – we already knew how hard it was to prepare for just a big league game. But for you guys, like, you guys are interacting with the fans all the time. Mm-hmm. You guys are, like, making – you guys are doing the entertainment piece. You guys are doing all this, that, and the third. You guys are making trick plays. Like, you guys mm-hmm. work on that stuff. And, my God, like, that's really hard to do. Um, and – Luckily, like with them seeing that, realizing that, and, and then being really in love with that. Um, and the biggest thing to us that's huge is it's like we we realize now that you guys like, well, we realize like you guys are doing this as a gimmick. You guys, you guys could play. Yeah. Like that's the biggest compliment that we get is the fact it's not just you guys put on a great show, which is always good to hear. You guys are awesome. We love that it's the greatest game ever, but it's the fact that it's like you guys can play the game of baseball. 
Yep. Like at the end of the day, you're still ball players. Like that's yeah. you want that accomplishment more than you guys are entertaining to watch or y'all y'all do cool stuff and everything. You want you still want the the comparison of like a major league ball team where everybody's going there and they're just playing at a high level, and that that's still the main compliment that you're wanting to go after. Yeah. Now, of course, like baseball traditionalists are going to say that we're not playing baseball and stuff like that, which I 100 percent get. I'm not going to sit here and say that banana ball is better than Major League Baseball because, I mean, who wouldn't want to play in the big leagues? Yeah. But it, it's still – I mean, you think about it, you're playing in front of sold-out crowds every night. You, The stadium is loud all the time. There's always something going on all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, you had to come across a lot of great people um, in this game. and. You know, you just you just never know. And it's just when you get that compliment of, of you guys can play, especially when you get it from an ex-big leaguer, like Dustin Pedroia, he was like, man, you guys are good. <laughs> like that, too. Dustin yeah. Pedroia is, is going to be a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. There's no – he might. He, he will be. He should be. Yeah. If not, there's an issue. But oh, – yeah. Right. So – I got. I got to ask. When are we going to start seeing you on this home run list that I keep on looking at on a week to week basis? <laughs> well, I hit one on Thursday night, so I I, I'm, I should be up there. Um... Some days I have to ask myself, why don't I have a specific towel to clean my balls with? Am I really the three putt king? Is wearing leopard print on a golf course acceptable? Well. Where we may not have the answers, you can find them at shankagolf.com. Here, you can find high-quality golfing apparel that makes you laugh, even after you check that 102 on the scorecard. Be sure to use discount code JOINTHETABLE15 at checkout to take 15% off your entire order. Again, use discount code JOINTHETABLE15 at checkout to take 15% off of your entire order. Shank it Golf. Keep your balls clean. Thank you all for joining us back here at the Athletes Table Podcast. We are here with Savannah Banana, great Dakota McFadden out of Rocky Point, North Carolina. Uh, if you want to say Wilmington, you can say Wilmington, but I'm not going to do that to you. But uh, <laughs> thank you all for joining us back here, and we're going to get right back into it. So I know uh, y'all got a lot of traveling you're going to be doing here in the next couple of months. Yes, we do. We got Vegas this week. Head out Thursday to go to Viva Las Vegas. Um, and then turn around and hit Oklahoma, which is where my roommate Joe Idol is from. Um, and then after that, we had Nashville players mm-hmm. here in Nashville. Then after that, we'll be back home a little bit. Um, and then I can't remember off the top of my head where the next stop is after that. But then come July, we will be home. We'll be home in North Carolina. I'm excited for that. Uh, we get to take banana ball back home. And I, I couldn't be more ecstatic about that. See all my friends, family, so they can come out and, and watch and watch something absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. yeah, this journey has been incredible throughout banana ball. It's the craziest ride of baseball that I've ever been on. And, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and I, I couldn't be – 
I couldn't be happier with with life um, um, when it comes to being on the field, um, being able to like make moments for for kids and family and and families that come out there. And I mean, it's it's really special. It's incredible, especially when you got uh, Michael Morris, the yeah, he's playing big leagues with the Giants and the Nationals. Michael Morris' son is now saying, I don't want to play in the big leagues. I want to be a banana. So, I mean, that's pretty, uh, pretty cool. So, what's the possibility that whenever you come down to Kannapolis or Durham, whichever one that we're going to be able to get to, because I've got to work on getting us uh, getting us tickets through you, because I know you sent us that link and everything. Yeah. But um, what are the odds that we can possibly get us a 24 banana jersey that you can get signed with you and some of your teammates that we can put up here in the studios for the Athlete Table podcast? Uh, a couple of them, you know. I can uh, I can try my best. I'm hoping that I think Evo Shield's going to do something to where they can buy people can buy our jerseys. I'm not too 100 percent sure on that yet. That's still those details are still getting worked out. If it happens by then. I'll definitely let you guys know, but we still got to wait to hear from it. Um, and then, and then, uh, you know, it's just, it's kind of a wait and see game. You know, mm-hmm. guys, you know me, I'd love to. It's just a wait and see game with Evo Shield and, and seeing where their head's at and uh, how far along they are with it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I know, uh, I know right now um, you can get, you can get Savannah banana jerseys at y'all's website, but they don't have numbers or anything on them, which is um, fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, whether do that and get a couple of yellow banana balls or something like that, we'll get it signed by, by definitely you and some of the players. Absolutely. Um, that would be yeah. awesome for our, yeah. uh, for our growth, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get a couple around, you know, in the office and stuff. So, the halfway point for a season is coming around um, very shortly. What is how is your mindset? Is it going to stay the same, or is it going to change going around the bend to the, the second half of the season? Because I know you, you're a second half player. You've always been. That's just that's how you're wired. Um, but for some of our viewers, they would love to know, like, what is your mindset going to the second half of the season? Um, especially with how much traveling, because I know y'all got a West Coast trip that you're going to be taking right around the end of July. So uh, yeah. how how is that going to go, uh, at least on your end, what you're going to be expecting of yourself? So for me, uh, stay healthy. That's the, that's the biggest thing. Right. Um, stay healthy, um, making sure I'm taking care of myself um, and doing the extra work, like, you know, just making sure I'm stretched out, making sure, you know, um, I'm eating the best that I can, still, like, keeping the calorie intake up there. Um Making sure that, I mean, I'm taking my protein and creatine and everything just to keep staying healthy, staying in the gym. Just so biggest thing is stay healthy and then win the second half Um, in the first half on a good note and then win the second half. Mm -hmm. Um, And then to where we can make it to where it's like it comes down to the last game um, of the tour for it to be like, okay, who's going to win the tour? so, you know, and it's just like in the big leagues, some guy, <clears throat> some people are freaking out, what, 40 games in? Mm-hmm. There's 122 left. <laughs> you know, right. like just making right. sure, like, making sure, like, we're not, like, freaking out. 
and that you can still win the second half. Mm-hmm. So, so is there my is there like a is there a trophy for whoever wins the the world tour? Uh, we don't really know that yet. Um, we're still waiting to see, um, because right now it's just, you know, we're really focusing on entertaining and, you know, making sure we put on a good show, give them a good game every night. Uh, especially when the party animals are playing a little bit less games than us. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so that's kind of a, a wait and see kind of thing of, of what's going to happen with that. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. But it has been the most fun that I've ever had on a ball field in my entire career. Oh, it looks fun. It, it looks yeah. like y'all are y'all are really having a good time. You enjoy being out on the field. Uh, yeah, of course, there's going to be some stresses on how you're playing individually and if you're winning and losing and doing everything you possibly can, but at the same time, it's not as stressful as it would be if it, you're playing a 162 game season and yeah, you got a playoffs to worry about. And your main goal is to win games. Like y'all's main goal is to bring a different demographic to the ball field yep. and making sure you get all ages out there and join the game, getting everybody engaged. That's your main goal. You're trying to win, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, you have a different agenda there. And like what Jesse's done is it's been head and shoulders above everybody else from a marketing standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's un, it's unbelievable. It is. It really is. Um, I do want to tra- I do want to transition from there too, uh, to get a little bit on your end, because I know you do have your your clothing brand that you're slowly trying to work into. Mm-hmm. Um, how has that been going so far? It's been going all right. Um Obviously, with how crazy the schedules, man, um, I'm still like making the time to do it, but I'm still been putting a few out there, um, and people are slowly starting to like contact me about it and move forward with it. So the biggest thing is it's probably going to be a huge off season project because right. now I, I grew a lot of connections, mm-hmm. made a lot more friends with a lot more people about it so um that off-season project's really going to take off in the storm especially finding out after everything i found out um and what i need to move forward with it so it's gonna um it's definitely I, i'm looking forward to take off in the off-season um for this coming up year when it comes time but, for people to get access to your clothing brand how can they access your clothing brand one directly through me Mm-hmm. Uh, and then two, um, I met, uh, some people who do like website stuff. Mm-hmm. So there'll be a website for it. Okay. And we'll move forward from there as well. Okay. Yeah. That'll, that'll be something that we're, we're definitely going to talk about more. Cause I know in the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. we had brought up us possibly collabing yeah. with some, with some gear and everything. Yes. And that's yes. definitely a goal of ours to really get into when it comes to ball hats, uh, yeah. golf polos, like what we're wearing right now. I know you can't slowly really getting there. Yeah, slowly yeah. getting there. Um, we're we still got oh, stuff know. going on, but we uh, we uh, we we just got a lot of stuff that we got to really work on um, coming soon, and yeah. we got to get some capital growing in order for that to happen. So 
we uh when it comes to the merch and everything that's what we're really we're really going after here it'll probably going to be after the summer whenever we're uh we're going to double down on that yeah we'll be hitting it up sometime this fall right going into football season yep perfect timing college is back in session (laughs) absolutely (laughs) so um so yeah we uh we're we're glad we were able to get you on here man um we've been really we've been trying to trying to hook up something where you had some time because i know with your travel and schedule it's been very difficult for you to find a little bit of free time so we really appreciate you coming on here man um yeah brother absolutely your uh your episode in the winter it got a lot of views Uh, a lot of people asked about it and got a lot of engagement on social media and we've grown from there so we're really hoping like another uh episode of you coming on can really uh boost up those ratings and can really get you some exposure going forward yeah yeah Yeah, anything y'all know man anything that i can do to help you guys i'm all for it and yeah, we're definitely friends of the Savannah uh, Bananas, man. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> so, uh, one thing do you uh, do you have a message for any of your fans out there that have been watching you and keeping up with how you've been playing so far? Do you got a message for them that you want to send out? I sure do. I mean, I got a. I honestly even got a couple shout outs uh, to give as well um, <clears throat> to the uh, Trask Titan baseball team. One heck of a year, um, you guys performed well but this is one of the only years that they've had four guys commit off of one squad and sign Mm -hmm. in the same year um yeah they got two kids going division one and they got a guy going division two and one going to play football and baseball at a very good division three um and i wanted to shout them out and shout hunter hackey out because uh he's doing a a tremendous job over there uh with those kids and turning that program around um, and then I also want to shout out my old JUCO, Prince George Community College, for winning another conference championship, uh, well, district championship for this year. And the guy that's the head coach for them now, it's his first year coaching, and he's already got a championship under his belt. That's um, And then also another shout out to Keystone. They did it again. They won it again. <laughs> it doesn't get old. There's a shocker. The never goes away. <laughs> um, and uh, shout out to them for, for winning the conference uh, this year as well. And then, of course, you know, to all to everybody out there that, that has followed me, followed the squad, uh, I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. Um, we wouldn't be here without your support. I know it sounds cliche, but we really wouldn't be here without your support and your love and everything that you have for us. Um, traveling so many distances to come to games, watching games on YouTube religiously. Um, and I, I thank you personally for me because, I mean, Dylan also knows it. It has been a long journey for me when it when it's came to this game. And um a lot of trials and tribulations, just like any other ball player out there. Um, and I just, I really, really, really appreciate every single one of you who have been. Um, if you're, if you guys are able to get tickets and you come to games, please come find me. I'll be more than happy to interact with you guys. Um, and, you know, just, and thank you guys. Um Dill, Nick, thank you guys for, for having me on. Um, 
I know me and Dylan have been, you know, best friends for mm-hmm. God, it seems like forever. And then <laughs> it really um, has been. <laughs> it really has been. But uh and then Nick us being able to establish the relationship that we have now. Mm-hmm. Uh I thank you guys for that so much. And and I'm I'm honored to to help you guys grow as much as you can and you know, get on here and 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 shoot it with you guys. Yeah. Um and you know, it's it, it's it's awesome. It's an honor, and you know, I'm looking forward to a lot more. Looking forward uh, to a lot more. Yeah. Absolutely. And all yeah, we... young players out there, play hard, have fun, and if somebody tries to tell you no, push through the wall and keep going. Because yep. the only person that can stop you from playing is you. Yep. And if you make that decision. Just know there may be no coming back from it. Stick with it and keep pushing. I got a quote today. I'll read it. The greatest glory in living lies not in never failing, but rising in every single time we fall. Mm-hmm. You fall. That's going on the intro. So- <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's going on the intro. When you fall, get up, rise up, keep going. Yep. Well, man, I I really appreciate it. Um, so how can people follow you? Um, give us some of your handles right now so people know where to find you at. At DMAC24 ball player on Instagram. Um, what is my Twitter? Oh crap. Uh, uh, Dakota McFad, as in there, as an MCFA DDE, and then 12. That was not chosen for me. Well, that was chosen for me. I did not get to choose that name because I had to get a new Twitter. Um, and then, of course, you can follow me on Facebook. At Dakota McFadden, and then on TikTok, I am DMAC24 Banana Barrel. <laughs> Love that name. Well, there you go. Go give them a follow for us, man. So, tell them that the athletes table sent you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Ooh, man. We appreciate you having you on. We wanted to let you know, too, um, let you know and let our fans know that we do have a new show coming out at the end of the week called uh, Beat the Buzzer, presented by the Athletes Table Podcast. It's going to be a show where we're going to have some of our analysts being uh, Aaron Cooper, AJ Papagino. Uh, we might have your brother, Matthew, or some mm-hmm. other other guests alongside myself. We're going to be battling. We don't know what the prize is going to be yet. Um, but what we're going to do is Nick's going to be hosting it and he's going to be giving us questions kind of like a around the horn type deal where we're going to be having some highlights and stuff going on throughout the, throughout the sports week. Mm-hmm. And all four of us are going to be battling out to see who's going to win week to week. And we're going to keep scoring everything. And there's going to be a winner at the end of summer. Yep. So we're really excited to come out with that. It's We're going to be recording on Thursday night, and then Friday afternoon it should be out. So be sure to check our socials at, at The Athletes Table Official on Instagram. You should be able to find us, and we'll be having more updates coming out soon. Yep. And with that, this is The Athletes Table. Yeah. See you guys.
This has been a Beyond Sports Media production. You can find us at Apple Music, YouTube, or any of your favorite podcasts and platforms. <laughs>